Hello and welcome to Solopreneur, the show that helps business owners who are flying solo to solve their big sales, marketing and systems challenges one episode at a time. You can watch the video version of this episode at solopreneur.com. I'm Gareth Everson and on today's episode, we're going to be covering what to say and do away from your website. And specifically, we're going to be looking in this episode at different online platforms that you can be using to generate interest in your service or offer and getting people to go and check you out over at your website. And the tension, the problem that we're going to address here is where should you be posting and how much time should be, should you be spending away from your website and perhaps on social media or in other places where you can be promoting your business? Because that's obviously obviously a challenge that many businesses face when they're limited in time. What should I be doing? Where should I be doing it? And perhaps when should I be doing those processes? So on this episode, by the end of it, you'll be able to take away some good ideas about how you might change how you're thinking about promoting your business elsewhere. Social media as an invention is probably one of the worst concepts in terms of time uh, and, and using time effectively. There are so, so many social media platforms now that are just a complete time suck. And finding the time to post to all of them just draws you away from doing the things that you're best at in your business. And so that's one of the challenges that we face. Should we be trying to cover all bases across as many of them as possible? Or should we be focused on one or two where we know that our audience is hanging out? So let's first of all start by defining what we mean by social media. What are the social media platforms? And there are the obvious ones, Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, X or Twitter, as we still like to call it. Um, there's threads now by Instagram. There's also YouTube. There are also other less thought of social networks that you should be giving a bit more thought to. Specifically, Google has its own Google My Business um, service, or as it's now known as Google Business Profile. Many people still call it Google My Business, where you can post social content too as well video image content posts to that where when people are searching for services those will come up in the search listings so there's an absolute plethora of places where you could be posting your content and i've probably not even covered even the half of of, of the ones that are available you know there's pinterest and all sorts of other places where you might be posting so which ones should we be focusing on? So a huge danger in this is feeling like you've got to be anywhere and everywhere all the time and you're signing up and you're registering your business profiles on all of these social media profiles and you've got them on your phone and you're setting notification settings to let you know when somebody interacts with your post, all of that kind of stuff. I want to encourage you to not do that. And it's a really difficult skill 
to uh, to adopt because you feel like you want to be anywhere that anybody could be to find your business. I think you'll find it more effective to focus on at most a couple of those social media profiles. Think about where your main audience would be finding out about businesses like yours. Are you B2B? In which case, LinkedIn is probably a logical place where people might be. Although even that being said, many people who work in larger businesses and who have stable jobs there might not be spending that much time on LinkedIn anyway, unless they're looking for a career change or a a different job. So give that some thought. Facebook's a really logical place where people might be, especially in Facebook groups. Instagram is popular with a certain demographic who want to be scrolling images, getting insights, information, anything that's more kind of visually and uh, visually appealing. Twitter's, or X, as Elon wants us to call it now, is a fantastic platform for those who want to have many interactions and want to scroll through lots of mainly text content with a small amount of visual and be able to see and be inspired by little text interchanges and exchanges. Threads by uh, Instagram, Facebook, is a recent competitor to that and has a growing audience, although not a huge amount of traction yet. So that's an alternative there. If you're more visually oriented, spending some time each day either posting to YouTube, whether as full videos or shorts, is a good way to get eyeballs on your content and also interacting with other uh, creators' content in the comments on those channels is also quite a good place to be. So if your audience or your target audience are creators, you might want to go and spend time where they're posting creative stuff and interacting with that. If it's more you creating content, then think about where your audience is most likely to see that. That's not to say that you shouldn't rule out posting your content. If it is reusable in different places, you should probably post that in those different places. But don't beat yourself up if you're not responding to every single comment or notification on every single channel immediately. Set aside time each day to engage with your audience. People say that once you've posted on your preferred channel, you should probably hang around for anywhere between 15 to 30 minutes to interact with any immediate comments or activity on there because that promotes uh, engagement and will likely show your content to others more readily if you do do that. So with this, you almost kind of get a hierarchy of or a priority list of where you'll be spending more of your time and more of your engagement. Think about what your preferred one or two platforms are, where you're going to devote perhaps 15 minutes to half an hour per day posting and engaging with others and make it no more than that. And then you'll probably have a secondary grouping of other channels where you know your audience might be or they might find your content interesting where you're posting and perhaps only checking in as you get a moment, as you're having a coffee or at the end of the day, 
where you can engage with any comments or interactions that have been on there with that. Ever so important, though, to focus on your time and doing things that benefit your business without whiling away your time scrolling through social media in the in the hope that it will generate interest for your business. You need to be purposeful on there. So let's think about being purposeful with those postings. There are different schools of thought around how regularly you need to post content to your preferred network. Mine, for example, is LinkedIn. I target business owners and they're most targetable, if you like, on LinkedIn. I know they're on Facebook, but they're on Facebook to do other things. So Facebook is one of my secondary channels. In terms of posting, I learned the hard way, and only relatively recently, a LinkedIn trainer called Nigel Cliff taught me this when I had a session with him, that you are far more likely to get really good engagement and interaction with your audience if you post less frequently, but more thoughtfully, by which I mean provide more insights to your audience and something that's more valuable to them that they can do something with. With LinkedIn has carousels where you can upload PDF documents that you can scroll through and provide insights and information there. Um, you can also upload video content. The post format is also slightly longer than some of the other platforms. So if you want to create a longer written post, you can do that in there. They've also got what they call articles, which are kind of their own hosted blogs. It's a variety of different ways that you can post more meaningful content to LinkedIn. In terms of how regularly you should post there, I don't think you need to post daily from what I've seen uh, and what I've understood from the experts in in this space. Maybe as little as once a week or perhaps a couple of times a week with something that's a lot more meaningful and digestible for your audience is the way to go. Most of these more thoughtful platforms like LinkedIn and to a certain degree groups on Facebook, if you're posting meaningful content into there, see them more as engagement platforms rather than broadcast platforms, if you can see the difference. So with a post that where you're wanting more engagement and interaction, you'll be thinking about sort of provoking ideas and thought processes and, and discussion uh, with that content, perhaps posting things that maybe go against the grain and challenge certain norms. So think, think more in terms of engagement rather than broadcasting. One of the things I'm asked regularly is, so if social media is so important for engagement and interaction, do I even need a website? And the answer I always give on that is absolutely you need a website. And, and fundamentally, it's for this reason. No other platform presents you in the same complete light as your website does. You've got so much more control over what people see and interact with and can do 
on your website than you can have on any other social media resource. That's not to say, though, that the two don't interact. With your social media posts, you can include links back to even deeper content on your website, or you can move people back to landing pages or resources that you've created on there. Now, I'll give a caveat to that. Many social media platforms will downgrade your content in their sort of sharing algorithm or their, their how how regularly they'll show your content to other users if it's littered with links to external content. I've heard a rumor, I don't know if this is true, but platforms like LinkedIn, if you put links in the core post or even immediately in a comment, they'll treat both of those actions exactly the same and, and downgrade uh, how regularly that's shown to others. However, some people say that going back in, say, 10, 15 minutes later and leave, leave a meaningful gap and editing that post to include a link in there, or once there's been some interaction and engagement on the post, perhaps drop a link to your content in the comments is a really good way to bring people back to your website. The other place to draw attention to something that's more meaningful or that captures leads more effectively on your website is every social media platform has a profile for you. And more often than not, there's at least one place on there where you can leave a URL to a page that you want somebody to visit on your website or on a particular page where you've got a group of links around different types of content. That concept's known as Linktree, or there is a service out there called Linktree that does that where you can have a single link on your social media profiles that links to a page that's dedicated to you and perhaps has seven or eight different links on there to different content that might be meaningful for people. One thing to note, wherever your business is showing up or wherever you are showing up on behalf of your business, on social media or anywhere on the internet, try and have a consistent look and feel in that profile or in the images that you're using that relates back to your business, whether that's using your logo or a specific and small set of colors that are associated with your brand, using fonts that are associated with your brand image. Those three things in particular are really important in terms of creating that profile of you and your business. So the colors that you use, the imagery that you use, and the fonts that you use on those different social media profiles, having that tied directly to your business. So using consistently those three things in relation to your business, wherever you show up on social media is ever so important. So let's bring these ideas together. Social media is a great place online to be able to share what you know about the problems that you solve with a wider audience than those who are just discovering you on your website. And they're all great platforms 
to be able to eventually build awareness and bring people back to your core website so that then you can get them to opt in. Don't be scared about sharing what you know and those insights that you have, whether it's about the problems that you're solving, about the industry or particular challenges that your target audience is facing. And think more in terms of sharing quality content rather than quantity of content. Think engagement rather than broadcasting. Think about nurturing rather than pitching, by which I mean this is an education process. And social media is all part of that education process where people will build up an understanding of how you and your service can perhaps help them to solve problems that they have in their business. In the next episode, we're going to take a look at exactly the same topic, but thinking about this from a completely offline perspective. So how can you present your business in the offline world, in the real world, if you like? Thanks for listening to this episode of the Solopreneur Podcast. Remember that what we learned today builds more value if there's a plan to take action on it tomorrow. So head to solopreneur.com and check out our growing community of action takers and all the training and software that you need to build a scalable business without breaking the bank. And if you value the show, please help others to discover it too by leaving us a review wherever you get your podcasts or by sharing a link to an episode on LinkedIn or wherever your finger does its scrolling.